Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Bonjour. Hello. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. This is where we talk all things language learning, and I try and give you my best ideas for staying motivated and becoming more effective in your language learning twice a week. On Tuesdays, you get these uh, question and answer episodes like we're doing today. And then on Fridays, you get the rules of language learning, which are my uh, my kind of um, unfiltered views on the way to go about learning languages. Now, how quickly is it possible to learn a language? Let's say you really had to. You're traveling abroad in a month. You've got to be able to speak the language by that point. Can you do it? Is it possible to learn a language in a month? Just how quickly can you add another tongue to your repertoire? Well, that is the topic of today's question. But before we get into that, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show, the people who actually would be instrumental in (laughs) in such a project to learn a language quickly, italki, because of course, with italki, you can connect with native speaker teachers and tutors, speaking partners, conversation partners, people who can help you actually practice this language. And if you'd like to get a free lesson, then I recommend you do. You can go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free lesson and then uh, follow the instructions that you'll see on the screen. Okay, so today's question from Jörg in Hamburg. And he writes, Hi Oli, I found you via some other polyglots and a YouTube interview you did with Steve Kaufman. Together with my partner, Stephanie, we are building up a website for people over 50. One of the most sought after questions is how to learn a new language, even if you are older than 50. So we are enjoying learning new languages ourselves as well. Right now, Stephanie is learning Spanish, but she also speaks English fluently and good French. I, myself, prefer the other way of learning. It seems to be more similar to to your way, to Ollie's way. I speak English fluently uh, and German, of course. I also have some basic Spanish and French knowledge. Now, my big question, he says, I would like to test how fast can I learn Italian? Uh, And I am able to test it in four weeks when we travel to Milano for a week. Stephanie's participating in a horse show over there. So um, he then ta- he mentions my three-month Italian challenge where I learned Italian last year in three months. And he asks, how could I even reduce this time even more? I'd love to hear your opinion. Okay, Jörg, thank you very much for your, for your question. Okay, so Jörg's question is, how can he learn it? <laughs> Basically, he wants to learn Italian in four weeks. Well, you're nothing if not ambitious, Jörg. I like it. So he already speaks English and German. And he has some knowledge of Spanish and French, and he wants to learn Italian in four weeks. Unfortunately, you're, I think when you listen to this, uh, you will have already been and gone to Italy. So I'm sorry this doesn't make it in time for you. I mean, the uh, the podcast questions, there tends to be a bit of a backlog and a bit of a wait, I'm afraid. And uh, But this is still a, an interesting topic to talk about. Maybe, uh, maybe it will be relevant for a future project. Now, learn Italian in four weeks. My Okay, here's my answer. I I think that... So let's put this in context, first of all. My three-month project was based on the idea that through immersion alone, I can learn the language. So from getting tons and tons of input through listening and reading, I can activate my brain in such a way that I can learn the language um, and learn in this kind of natural, natural way, right? But that does require some time. And you might say, well, three months isn't isn't much time. And, and it's not. But obviously, I have I have advantages. I've learned languages before. 
I know similar languages. So three months, I think, is already an accelerated time scale. Um, so that so but it, the important thing is it was passive. I mean, I didn't speak any Italian in my first month at all. I just listen, listening and reading. That's all I did. You, on the other hand, you want to be able to learn the whole language in, in, in four weeks. Now, obviously, you don't want to be fluent because you can't be fluent in four weeks. I'm sure you, you appreciate that. And so the question is really what, you know, what does it mean to learn Italian? That's, that's the question, right? So how fast can you learn Italian? What do you want to be able to do in four weeks? That's what we need to get to the bottom of. And so, again, getting getting a bit more specific, I guess the question is, you know, how good can you get in four weeks? Well... Benny Lewis, when he when he did his uh, his three month challenges, I remember he would do he would do eight hour days. So he would basically that was all he would do day in day out. So from nine to five, he'd be learning his target language, and he used to he used to do uh, speaking sessions every day. I think so he would do like I'm not sure what it was, but probably I think like a few hours of speaking in a week uh, in a day. Sorry, and but basically keep that up for nine months uh, for for three months. Sorry, and and this I think gets to the heart of what you need to do if you're really on a tight schedule. So if you you know if you're going to, to another country in four weeks and you want to be as good as possible, me- meaning that you want to be able to actually, you know, speak the language and get by in that time, then practically speaking, I think that the, the one thing that you can do is just to speak a lot. But because you can't like you're not going to get enough stuff passively in four weeks. You can get a lot in four weeks. And I, f- I felt like I learned a lot in, in four weeks of doing a lot of listening and reading. But I think, you know, if, if you're, if you're only, if you're, the only reason you're doing this is to kind of survive a trip and to get by, I think you've got to be as proactive as possible. And that means doing the thing that you want to be able to do. And when, when you get there to Italy, you want to be able to speak, right? And so speaking is your, is your aim. I thought I also, I think for the same, for that very reason, speaking is also the thing that you need to be doing. If you spoke every day, for like three hours a day, you'd be definitely able to get by in Italian by the time you got there. So I think what I would be looking to do is to probably spend three hours a day on italki. I'd get teachers on italki, maybe three different teachers, and then spend an hour with each every day of the week. Um, maybe, I don't know how I would space it out exactly. I think I'd, you'd also need to study. So maybe, you know, you could say, well, let's do, we'll do... Um, three hours study in the morning and three hours speaking in the afternoon. And then after a week of, uh, after a month of doing that, you'd be in a pretty good situation. You'd be able to say quite a lot, understand a fair bit um, and definitely make yourself understood. Now, in terms of how, if you would, you've got the time to actually do that. That's a, I mean, that's, that's basically a full-time job, you know? So most people wouldn't have the opportunity to be able to do that. Um, that is certainly the fastest way. I think, if, you know, if the question is simply what could I do in four weeks, then the answer is basically spend all your time speaking and studying. Like <laughs> that's it. But if you've only got a few hours a day at most, like two, say two or three hours a day, then I think you've got to just spend that time speaking, really. Because otherwise, what's going to happen is you're going to learn. You, you you can listen and read and study, but then you're going to get to Italy at the end, and you you won't have had any airtime, right? You won't have had any time actually speaking the language. So in that scenario, really like. How what 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 does that what does that do for you in terms of helping you really survive your time in Italy? So I think you know 
it's it's all about the speaking. That's how you're going to be able to get by in, on that trip. I would say that, it, I mean, it's kind of a, an academic question, really, because if, you know, why, why learn so intensively, really? I mean, if you're just in Milan for a week, then is it really worth spending all your, like so much time kind of just cramming it into your brain just for the sake of a week? I don't know. I, I mean, I think when I've done like rapid language learning projects in the past, I've forgotten them just as quickly as I've learned them. And that's a real problem. So a few years ago, I learned Thai and I did it in two weeks and I could have a conversation after two weeks of, of Thai. I could. I was working quite hard. Certainly not eight hours a day, but I was doing a good three or four hours a day and I could speak Thai by the end of it. Trouble was, then I went back to the UK and forgot it because I just had no use for it. So that now, you know, when I'm when I'm doing these intensive language projects, I tend to think quite carefully about whether or not, you know, whether I really want to do this or not. And so that I think is definitely something to consider. Although you, I know by the time you hear this, you would have already gone to Milan. So it's it's you know it's all it's kind of by the by. So um, you know maybe you want to continue learning Italian afterwards. So that would help you as well. The fact that you've got spent fr- Spanish and French knowledge is going to be an advantage for sure. Um, but you know I, I think if it was, if I was just going on holiday to Italy for a week, I think at most I would probably take a few lessons, learn a few phrases, and then you know not not worry too much more about it because the again the big question is what happens afterwards right that's the question when you come back home what do you do when you've got the answer to that question then i think we can have a uh, a kind of a more a more meaningful discussion about okay well how do you learn this language for for the long term so that you can you know you really learn it properly and can use it for the rest of your life because i think if you are learning italian Here's the counterpoint, right? If, if the question is, how do I learn Italian in four, what can I do in four weeks to set myself up for the future? Then I think that's a different story. Then I would do, I would do exactly what I did in my challenge last year, right? So I would just li- listening and reading immersion input because that is the best possible foundation. I'm convinced of that. It's just not going to get you ready for your trip to Italy in four weeks. <laughs> that's the, that's the trouble. So I hope that gives you some, uh, some food for thought. You know, maybe you can, um, you can put this into into put this to the test for a future project, and for anyone else who's got a who's got a, a, maybe a, a summer trip coming up. Well, you've still got three months, I guess, until August for you to uh, get your languages together for that, and you can do a lot in three months for sure. So, thanks for your question. If you would like to ask me a question, please go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash ask, where you can record a question there on this little um, voice widget. You can do that from your phone, from your computer, wherever you happen to be. And at the end of every episode, I'd like to leave you with a resource of some kind on the topic of the show. And this time, I think I'm going to send you the way of uh, of my Thai project. I haven't mentioned that for a while. So in 2016, I think, so three years ago, I traveled to Bangkok and spent two weeks learning Thai. Thai is a difficult language. It's much harder than Italian. Um, and uh, And I really put my heart and soul into it. So if you're interested to see how I did in those two weeks, then you can see, again, a daily documentary of what I did, along with the conversation that I had after two weeks, which was a 25-minute, totally unprepared conversation with my tutor. So you can see exactly what's possible in two weeks if you put your mind to it. Uh, and to find that, simply go to, uh, go to go to YouTube, actually, and search for Ollie Richards Thai. That's obviously T-H-A-I, not T-I-E. <laughs> Before I get any complaints about why I've started a menswear channel. That's <laughs> Ollie Richards Thai. And then look for the playlist for Thai, and you'll see all of those 
videos all together and you can follow that through from the very beginning. So I hope you enjoy that and I'll see you back in the next episode of the podcast. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you do enjoy the podcast, then you're going to love some of the email courses that I've created. These are completely free email courses, which are written specifically for different languages and different levels. I've spent years writing these things. So whether you are a intermediate Spanish learner or a French beginner or Japanese advanced, whatever it may be, I've got email courses that give you some of my best tips for learning those languages at different levels. So whether you're struggling with how to get started, whether you want to know how to understand native speakers when they're talking really quickly at you, whether you want to get better at learning grammar, I've got stuff for you that I send out completely free over email. If you'd like to get these tips, then please go to IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash tips. That's IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash tips, T-I-P-S, and I'll get them sent out to you right away.